This episode of Yes Girl Podcast is sponsored by Red Table Talk, only on Facebook Watch. Join Jada Pinkett Smith, her mother Adrian, and daughter Willow, three generations of women, as they put it all on the table and take on some of the most important and personal issues of today. Special guests this season include Will Smith, Leah Remini, Tony Braxton, and many more. Nominated for a People's Choice Award for Best Talk Show. So, join the conversation and become part of Red Table Talk, a Facebook Watch original series. Red Table Talk is back with all new episodes on Facebook Watch. Join me, Jada Pinkett Smith, my mother Adrian, and my daughter Willow as we take on some of the most important and personal issues of today. We'll be joined by some very special guests from Will Smith to Leah Remini. So join the conversation and watch Red Table Talk only on Facebook Watch. I'm Corey Murray. I'm Yolanda Sanguini. And I'm Charlie Penn. And who's here with us? This is Biko Lark. Say hi, Biko. Nope. Nope. You don't get a hello. We heard him in the background. He He is is. now almost three months old. He's our special guest. With, well, there's an adult special guest. Yes. Right. But he's the other special guest. He's He's the the other special special tot in the room. (laughs) Special tot. Also, you guys, you can't see him, you can't experience him, but he's the most chill baby. Chill. Congratulations, Yolanda, you made yourself. (laughs) And these layers. Okay. He's giving you a look. He's giving me a look. (laughs) Now, we have two guests today who make us feel equally cozy, like Biko. Charlie Pan, who are our guests this week? You know what, Corey? Should I say we're feeling the love? Feeling the love. Feeling the love. With Michelle Williams and her fiance, Chad Johnson, the new stars of Chad Loves Michelle on OWN. They came here with all the love. All the, and the love was just glowing. It was fiery. It was beautiful. I felt it. But it was also very real in that they are taking, I think, the right steps They're to doing this the critical marriage. work. The Corey, critical work. The, as Susan L. Taylor would say. The as Susan work. L. Taylor would tell me, they are doing the critical work. When she said that they have homework I know. that they're doing. And they're letting us in on therapy. But anyway, we're spilling too much tea. You know what, Charlie, you're right, because we need to put the teacups down to talk about something real. You know, this week was the midterm elections. We needed some sage. I know. For this we, conversation. We actually thought about spraying sage before we started, you guys, because it's it's not as hard as 2016. But but then I mentioned that I wanted some cedar wood. And for some reason, it awakened the beast in Charlie Penn Watkins. And she knows when I mention her married name, it's oh, serious it's because real. her she somehow thought of sandalwood. I didn't even mention sandalwood, but oh she God. thought of sandalwood, which she detests. It ladies triggers and me. Let me tell you. So Charlie is the sweetest <laughs> woman you will ever meet, right? Like like cream pie, Thank right? You. Then I had a friend. I had two friends at festival one time, and they were both wearing sandalwood. And we were with them for hours. Yes. And Charlie's mood, it was like a beast came out. Oh, my God. She was so rude to them. I mean, indirectly. <laughs> it indirectly. was like l- low-key. Wait, I just, I'm just laughing. Like, Charlie, what is happening? This one girl was like trying to be Charlie's friend. She really loved and Charlie. And I'm so sweet. And she was like dancing with Charlie, and Charlie would literally turn her back. And slide off quietly. <laughs> Look, let me tell y'all. What, is, what, is, what do you she got against sandalwood? sandalwood? It's a scent. It's triggering, and I didn't know yeah. it. Yeah. So even at that time, we didn't know what it was. I just started getting a headache, and then I started getting really unhappy and aggravated and just, you know, and Yolanda kept like, you know your girlfriend, you always say check on your strong friend. Yolanda was like whispering to me like, you okay? Because I was just irritated. And people would be talking to me, and I'd be like, mm-hmm, okay. And I would turn around, and then, like, we would try. They'd be like, want to take a selfie? And I'd be like, nope, 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 nope nobody nope. <laughs> but it was because when whatever for whatever reason, sandalwood stays on you and on me. Yes. So when oh, you yes. hug me, yeah. like, it you know, we, yeah, we yeah. greet each other and we hug. Uh-huh. It stays on me. So that night, we were all sticky and hot. It's Nola. Yes. And two people with something with sandalwood, and it hugged me. And it's not even directly sandalwood. It's like a, a scent with like a drop of sandalwood. And I didn't know that and at I the time. I think patchouli also gets you. Patchouli. One, I think it's, it's one of I them. I think it's those two things combined. Like, you know, they put that in a lot of perfumes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it and was I think in it abundance. Triggers you. <laughs> Do you have a scent that, that just throws you off? No, but I will admit, I don't like if it is a scent that if someone, especially if someone sprays it on themselves and it does stick with you 
And if it's not your scent, yeah. that bothers me. And yeah. that's what it was. And then on top of that, I guess we learned that scents can be triggering. Because I don't I ever know feel that, a way. Though. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think I came off as rude because it was making me so ill that I had to quickly end. Like, anytime it was hitting me, mm-hmm. I had to step away, move away, quiet. So that whole night, Yolanda and Julie were like, girl, girl. what is wrong <laughs> with you? So now whenever someone comes in the office with some sandalwood in their perfume, they're like, get away from Charlie. Get away from Charlie. They'll warn me. They'll slap me because they were like, we have never seen this side of you and we don't want to meet her again. Or True somebody story. will rub up against Charlie. Like, you know, a celebrity will have it on and then mm-hmm. they'll rub Charlie and she's like, Yolanda, I can smell it. <laughs> they left it on me. And then I run to the bathroom and like air out I my do. shirt in the dryer and like wash everything. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh this God. is real for you. It, makes, really it gives me like a migraine and it makes me ill. Go figure. But I'd be curious. Yeah. Is anyone else triggered by a scent? Is it just yeah. me? It's never just Please me. Please tell us. No, I'm gonna. Bunch of people, I'm gonna Google sure. this. So we saged and we didn't sandalwood. Okay. Okay. Because we needed some sage after these midterm elections. <laughs> there were some highs. There were some highs. Some and highs I'm for, high. for women and women of color. Shout out to women. I'm taking this directly from the New York Times. I'm going to read this paragraph. It was a litany of historic firsts, most of them by Democrats in Massachusetts. Ayanna Presley became the first woman of color in her state's congressional delegation. Rashida Talib in Michigan and Ihan Omar in Minnesota will be the first Muslim women in Congress. I'm going to repeat that. Yes. They will be the first Muslim women in Congress. Woo! Yes. Sharice Davids toppled a Republican man in Kansas and Deb Haaland prevailed in New Mexico, becoming the first Native American women elected to Congress. And I believe one of them is the first openly gay in Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, a Republican, became the state's first woman elected to the Senate. And did we get the Attorney General in New York? No, yes. we did not. Tell me about that. That's Letitia right James. Backyard. Letitia James Letitia made it. Letitia James. Yes. Attorney General, yes. first black woman. And Attorney let me say General. that I know when we're recording this, there's still, you know, a small margin for Stacey Abrams. Uh, we did lose Texas um, oh, to Ted Cruz. That? But one thing I heard um, on the radio, shout out to NPR, they were saying that. I'm, you know, my family's from Texas, deep roots in Texas. It's going to take a couple of cycles. They use that word for Texas to turn yeah. blue. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it came it really sh- close. It came really close to a purple. Yeah. So, but it made me realize like, yeah, this is not going to happen overnight. This yeah. is a slow flight. And the fact that now more people even came out to vote, which is great. So thank you for all of you who posted on Instagram, showed us your I voted stickers. We saw you. We liked it. We were it. so proud. We were thankful. So yeah, we just have to keep up the fight, but we are turning like we are making an impact so and i think georgia oh sorry i was gonna say georgia too like texas yes. it's gonna yes. take a lot a few you know a yeah. few tries yes and i hope stacy abrams uh wins and prevails but if she doesn't we know that she put up a good fight she did she and was really margins, outstanding these yeah. margins are like yeah. tiny like 50 90 thousand votes is nothing yeah. in a yeah. state yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I still have questions. Yeah. I still feel like people showed up and they were told things they weren't. Oh, yeah. We know that there's corruption. Those three hour lines. You should not stand for three hours no. to vote. No. no. But also, can we talk about, you know, before let's get to Andrew Gillum, though. I'm so sad. about. Oh, I know. He was such a perfect candidate. He really was. But he so really, close. I know. He really did it. Like Stacey really mm-hmm. fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. But what was your voting experience like? It was like, you know, because I just get tired of that. Like, why am I writing on a piece of paper? Girl. In 2018. OK. Why, why was, I mean, I had to like, wait. I, I mean, I had an hour and a half wait when I tweeted that. But when I think about the it was nearly a century yeah. that we could not vote. Yeah. And I just said, I'm going to wait. So, yeah, that was, I, I mean, never have a pretty. line. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Well, the burbs mm-hmm. in Jersey. It's also your zip code. It's my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you trying to say? I'm fancy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a. I mean, it's like five minute, but yeah. nothing mm-hmm. that to complain about. But I did find it interesting that there were nothing but black women in it. It's always all black. Wow. And I, and, and, but where I live, I was in North Jersey. I was like, wait a minute. Where are my white sisters? Yeah. Where are the women that I see at the protests oh, and on Twitter? Yeah. I usually see them in line. I always feel like Cabron and a few other oh, men you mean are there. Voting? I thought you meant working. No, I mean voting. Oh. I noticed that that morning it was all black people, and that scared me. Mm. In New Jersey, in the suburbs. Wait, former really? Yes Girl guest Phoebe Robinson. She had the dopest and most on point um, Instagram post. She someone she copied and pasted somebody from bad bad Dominica. Mm-hmm. White women, goddamn it! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, they didn't come out and vote. Mm-mm. 
Still, they really did not come oh, out and or vote. Or they voted Republican because yeah. you heard what happened in Texas. Yeah, yeah they've white women, 59 percent, 59 percent voted for Cruz. You keep voting on the wrong mm-hmm. side of history. I don't understand. Yeah, and that's pretty like much what Phoebe said. Our, that's what Phoebe our said. Former oh. queen. When someone shows you who they, they are, are, believe them. I, I, I was trying after 2016. I was like, maybe we all just made a mistake. But can I just be I just went a little deeper with white women and I'm not doing generalization please forgive it's not a us, any um white listener out there but i think there is something to be said about patriarchy in white mm-hmm. communities mm-hmm. where women maybe don't feel as empowered you know black women we we are you know we have a lot of oppression in our communities you know against black women but there's also a part of us that's a little bit more liberated and I don't know if white, a lot of white women are as, you know, you, I don't know. What we found is that they still want to uphold, you know, I don't want to go against my husband. My husband wants me to vote yeah. Republican. I'm going to do what my, I don't know. So uh, you <laughs> fight me, fight me. I, can Twitter. I? But, you, but I would say this <laughs> I to, I, to I, I you, Yolanda. I haven't finished the thought. You know what, Yolanda, no, real ahead, talk yeah, though. Okay. But when I, this morning and I looked at the map of the United States, the blue and red map. Mm-hmm. And when I saw how many states are red. I was like, this is a huge chunk of this country. Yeah. And that's a lot of women or a lot of people who feel away. And I think we, real talk, we live in a bubble. We live in a very progressive, a you know, at my polling station, everybody was like, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was no thing for people to express themselves. I think that whole polling station voted Democratic. But when we look at the country, yeah. what oh, are you going to say, Charlie? Get into the county maps. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different. It's scary. It's, it's a different world. Yeah. Once we, yeah. It's yeah. gonna take. But I'm work. gonna let you finish your thought, Yolanda. No, no. Before I was saying I say that because I really of, want you. know you how to... you have a thought, but you haven't finished. Like I'm not. You still. You're still in the lab. Oh, it's mm-hmm. in progress. It's in progress. <laughs> but I do think about how white women do uphold patriarchy, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I don't know if it's intentional or it's just. You know what I mean? Um, especially white uh, male patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Beko, Beko go. feels away. <laughs> <laughs> But here's what, okay, I I understand that, and definitely we're not generalizing. I'm not blaming white people or white women at all for what has happened because I think a lot of people did come out and vote and do what they felt was right. But because the voting experience is private and no one can be in that booth with you and no one can actually see what buttons you are pressing, if you don't agree with your husband or, you know, your girlfriends or your book club, you still have a private chance to go in there and do the right thing. And mm. no one will ever know that you did it. And you can walk out and still save face in your circles yeah. and pretend that you agree and, you know, keep your social circle intact, whatever you need to sustain your happiness. But you can, in your spirit and soul, it's you and your God or your, you know, and your conscience that are in that booth, in that curtain, and no one else. And that's what gets me. Mm-hmm. Because it's in those moments where people say, okay, my true self is showing up to this ballot. They keep showing me what their true self feels. And that is a vote for hate, a vote for racism, mm-hmm. and a vote against women. Yeah. And I'm... Yeah, uh, but we have to also talk about, especially in Texas and the southern states, about the evangel- How do you say it? Evangelical. Evangelical, evangelical mm-hmm. community. Um, and, you know, if you've been indoctrinated in, you know, Christianity and, and, and uh, you know... Trump is, you know, upholding Christian values and all this stuff. So when you're in that ballot, maybe you're thinking, well, he's the one that's upholding all the Christian values that I, I'm close to. So I'm going to vote for anyone who upholds those values. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've been indoctrinated in it since you were a since child. A chi- yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's true. But here's where I think I'm, I'm getting stuck with this in my spirit. Y'all, and then I'm going to shut up. Don't shut up. I understood, you know, red versus, I love you, red versus blue, you know, Republicans versus Democrats. It's always been tense, right? And it's always like, you know, what do they think? What do we think? What are our institutional values? I get all that. But our president at the moment, which I hate to use that phrase, I don't think he stands for any of that. No. All he's shown us is that he doesn't uphold anything that he says. He has no morals. He lies for sport. He has no morals. And he's willing to use race baiting and hate to rile up a community of voters and supporters. Just to keep power. Even if it means kids, uh, Jewish people, teens, people get shot. He's like, whatever it takes to stay in power and keep my money flowing through my properties and to keep hiding from... Like, this isn't someone that I feel represents the values of the Republicans or the Democrats. And that that's why I'm struggling. Because when people tell me, oh, it's about what he does for the economy... 
But does that trump what he's doing to the people of America? And I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like the damage he's doing, you're voting for hate. I, that's just how I see it. Yeah. Because it's not it's not a Republican or Democrat thing. It's Trump. It is. This was a chance. He literally said, I'm putting myself on the ballot. And if you think that this is about economy, you're wrong. Yeah. This is about race. This is about race. And also this. Obama did that. Boop. Oh. I'm sorry. We mm. don't say it enough. Yeah. It, it takes the time. It two years to <laughs> flip over an economy. Come on now. Lord, Lord. He, he took a seat at a table that was already made and dinner was hot in the <laughs> oven and about to be served. And now he's talking about the meal is good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, let me say this. Let's just change gears a a, a bit. But Sage. Sage. But another white woman who attempted to take a seat at the rom-com table. We talking about Rebel Wilson? Can we go there? I want to go there. Hashtag not her. Yes. (laughs) And I liked her before she opened her mouth and said the wrong thing. I didn't. But I want to shout out (laughs) film and TV critic Rebecca Theodore Vachon who wrote a very great essay on Essence.com about telling Rebel to take a seat, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, go stand somewhere else. She she was one, Reb, uh, Rebecca was one of the women that Rebel blocked. blocked. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she did that. Petty. 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 <laughs> but she now has been unblocked because Rebel has seen the, 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 the right of her wrongs. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Well, she apologized. She apologized. You mean her oh, team told week. her she has to do it? Her Apology. team told, yes. That That's took, what I what, felt. three days? Five yeah. almost, I think. I feel like the minute someone checks you on Twitter, you're like, Ooh. The Especially minute she blocked At that people. level of Rebel Wilson mm-hmm. fame, like, you should, let me think about this for 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. then get back to, you know what I mean? When people, that many people come at you like, girl, you're not the first no. plus sized uh, rom-com star. in a rom-com, you know? And then it takes you five days to respond. But you know why? why? Because she didn't think she was wrong. She went and corrected the people who corrected her and said wow. there's gray area. The there's no gray area. technically, were they plus size? And was it a mainstream wow. film? Whatever. She wow. played herself. She tripled down on that bullshit. Yeah. Wow. Which is I, why. Sorry, Biko. I love what Monique <laughs> Monique said. She said, "Hey, my sister, let's please not allow this business to erase our talent. We're given a great, giving great areas and technicalities. Take a moment and know the history. Don't be a part of erasing it. I wish you the best." Three days ago, okay. And she replied to her and said, "That's not what I was trying to do, but but Rebel, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just you work in Hollywood. I get that you're from Australia, but you made your name for yourself in America." Mm-hmm. Do your research. I feel like she knew good and well what she was trying to do on Ellen's couch. I think she planned it. I think she felt good about it. I don't think it was spur of the moment. I think she was trying to create buzz. That's the thing. Everything, so much more of what we see in Hollywood for me seems calculated nowadays. Oh, it's totally calculated. And it's harder for me to believe that she, yeah, she thought she could get away with it. No, she thought that this was going to, yeah, she thought, oh, this is correct. I'm just as, you know, I see, she probably was like, I see black women doing this. This is the thing I'm going to take and get my due, but no. No. She thought she could create her own narrative and that we wouldn't stand up for ours, for our Queen Latifahs and our Moniques. Yeah. You know, like, and we did. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm surprised Queen Latifah didn't publicly clap back. Because she's like, starting the most. Over here. She's, she's like, like, okay. Growing an empire. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but she's starting the most, I think, yeah. if mm-hmm. you think about it. Yeah. Didn't she, wasn't she like, it wasn't a direct romantic lead, but didn't she start a movie with Steve Martin? Yeah, oh, like, like wow. she's yeah. been she like had that major one last holiday house. or something. Which last was holiday, definitely a just rom- right. Rom- and think rom-com. living single. Yes, yeah. She constantly had a boo on constantly. living single. Like yeah. hello, and whether you call it mainstream or not, we're still fighting to be in the mainstream. Period. Yeah. But may, every if 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 everyone knew about it, it happened. Yeah. I wouldn't be our body and soul queen and lifestyle queen in essence if I did not say y'all practice self care. We're all a little angry. We have things that we're feeling. They're justified, but I'm not doing a good job of it this week. That's why I sound a little cranky. I'm going to be back. But what are we doing for ourselves, right? Is it a bath tonight? Is it time with your girlfriends? Is it your book? Is it sliding into your bed? Is it more sleep? Corey raising her hand. What is it, Corey? I'm raising my hand because what I did for self-care this weekend, actually me and my girlfriends had a group chat about this because I was like, I need to activate my joy. Yes, activate your joy. And what happened for me, though, but. Uh, I thought about you, Yolanda, because when the news of Roy Hargrove dying, which really broke my heart, mm-hmm. but I went home and played Erica Badu's album. He was a jazz trumpetist who was, I knew about him from er- Erica Badu's album. Was he from Texas too? He was from Texas. He was Girl, from Houston. Everybody's from Texas. Girl, <laughs> I went home and played um, I Want You from, I can't think of the album right now. It's called Dangerous Worldwide Underground. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm yes, sorry. Yes. Fix that, what please. What do. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, <laughs> That song in my massy bedroom brought me so much joy. Yeah. And then I went to listen to Mama's Gun. Nice. Oh, that's And a I realized 
it just settled me. Mm -hmm. It just brought me back. I was just like, Erica Badu just activated my joy. So you don't need a bath. You don't need a whatever. But yes. 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 That album. Woo. Don't yeah. get anyway, yeah, but also you know, midterm elections get you hot, and it becomes like entertainment, right? You guys, right. because you were all watching CNN, like who's gonna win, who's mm-hmm. gonna do this. But then also, I really loved a tweet that um, Candace Montgomery's husband Kenneth uh, uh, tweeted yesterday. He said, "The real question is, what are we gonna do after these elections? Yep. And especially if the person that you wanted to win does not win, what are we gonna do?" Uh-huh. I was like, ooh, like Erica Badu said, what you gonna ooh, do? What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. That's a question. That and, is a question. And I think you really tapped into something, and that's where I'm gonna shut up, about entertainment. The news, our brothers and sisters in the media, news, t- television, news media, they, it's out of control. They've really turned it into entertainment, and the buildup only further affects how disappointed we get. Because they've been building up and building yeah, up. Yeah. I think a little news break can't hurt any of us. Yeah. Like, read what you need to read, particularly POVs. But let's stop with these news alerts, breaking news on your phone, Apple News on your phone, all these yeah. things. It's because we're playing into their ratings. And uh, as we can continue to see, just because they say what's about that, they don't know. None of yeah. us know. Yeah. We, look what happened again. All the polls, all the stories. And they built that up. And if you don't like that build up and that disappointment, which I know I don't, we got to pull back. Yep. I'll see y'all in the bath. I'm going to tub with my Erica Badu. <laughs> with your sandals. So tell us two things using that yes girl hashtag. Tell us what you're going to do <laughs> now that midterms are done, what you're going to do next. And also tell us how you're going to activate your joy. Yep. Hashtag yes girl podcast. How are you activating your joy this week? Because we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Let's not ever forget that. Right, Biko? He's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lovely couple here. Faith. The Yes Girl Chapel. Yes. 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 That's our new thing. That, that's, that's happening. Thing. That's mm-hmm. happening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle Williams. You're welcome. Yes. yes. She's the award winning Michelle We're Williams. We're in the chapel. And her boo, mm-hmm. soon to be husband. Boo thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let that settle in. Yeah. Soon to be husband. Yes. Soon, soon to be husband. To be Chad husband. Johnson, please. People welcome them. Yes. yes. Welcome, you guys. Thank, Thank you for so having much. us. Yes, girl. Yes, Lord. I already feel the love. Yes, Y'all oh. walked in and I just was like, yes, love. First of all. Today, can it be yes, guy, too? Yes, yes yeah, girl, yeah, guy. True, okay, true, true, true. Cool. We do have you. <laughs> yes, girl, guy. That works. Yes, girl. Yes, guy. But I <laughs> want to acknowledge Michelle's full-on silver leopard cheetah situation it's situation a it's a vibe courtesy of my good stylist deandre tristan just a little tom for to do you know this just a, just, just came to play epic. full diva we're excited like, i feel you could go shopping i love playing you can go on stage yeah you think i can go shopping in this i think you can go shopping okay. in it yes you right. can yeah. shut okay. everything yeah. down yeah just make everybody and Chad, i see your jacket I yeah, see talk, these, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Deontay's working it out for us this week. Yeah. Like, he is really killing it. What is this on. called? I think this style of jacket is underrated, especially living in a cold, situ- cold oh, city. Oh, with, with the collar. That lining. Shearling? Shearling? I was close. Just me if you want to. Shearling. Shearling. Okay. Okay. Everybody There's rubbing warm. happening here. Yeah, don't rub too much because you'll get stabbed. <laughs> I'm just playing. We're on a non-violent network. Oh, yes. And That's speaking not what of, we do. That's you not guys what are we here do. promoting your new show, Chad Loves Michelle on OWN. Yes, we are. Um, we're so excited about it. You know? So are we. Can't wait to talk to y'all about it. Because we've been following along on your love story. Yeah. Second by second. <laughs> Literally, we have the receipts in essence. Oh, like, wow. we step by step rooting oh. for you guys. And now Thank I'm guessing you. we get, like, to go really go inside your love. Yeah, you get to go inside our love. And we'll start off by saying, like, you know... Um, Yes, it's been cute to be included in the hashtag relationship goals, but you should never judge relationship until you know what they've gone through, what they've mm-hmm. overcome. You mm-hmm. cannot judge a relationship by a cute picture that we take, Facts. you know, on, online. But I, I, I love knowing about what a couple has overcome, the joys, the triumphs, the pits, the struggles, or, you know, not that you have to have a struggle, honey. You don't have to have a struggle. But, like, say they're 
their disagreements or their differences, you know, so just, you know, make sure that, you know, you kind of study a relationship to make sure that it's really a goal of yours. And that's the authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to give your love to the people, you got to give them the good, the yeah. bad, yeah. and the arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chad, what kind of relationship are you, were you looking to get into mm-hmm. when you first met Michelle? You know what? I, when I first met Michelle, I yes. didn't even want a relationship. Really? Yeah, it's interesting because, and you'll see on the show that we're kind of where we end up mm-hmm. at the beginning is both of us were in a very hopeless place. You know, we both were like, <laughs> we're over relationships, we're over dating. Where, you know, at that point I was 40. I was just like, I'm good. I'm throwing the towel on all this dating, trying to figure it out. Pause. 40. How old are you now? 41. What? I know. Mm. I was thinking about it. I didn't want to say it. Now I ain't 40 <laughs> yet. Like don't put me in, don't put me in right, that Michelle, category right, yet. Michelle, but still, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they still look 20. It's Go happiness. Ahead, it's happiness. Yeah. It looks good on oh, Yeah, we were both. And then I was just like, you know, maybe I'm just going to be one of those women that you read about in essence sometimes <laughs> who are successful and single. But okay, you're proud. Right. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I was like, one you know what? One of my what? favorite covers just growing do- up was a woman. She was single and satisfied. Yes. Oh. She had a hand on her hip. I and lying. Lying yes. through her teeth. Yep. You were not yep. satisfied. And don't you judge her. Okay. Yes. She is happy. That's yes. what it was. So I was like, you know, let's get my photo shoot ready because yes. I'm yes. the next cover girl yes. for that. But, um, but once I focused on God, career, and my family, I meet Chad. And I'm like, oh, Okay, so I always tell, I've started to tell young ladies, like, I used to be the one, you know, you sing that sad song, when is it going to be me? All my friends are married with children. But then I was like, just start celebrating what you see and stop Mm -hmm. having the pity party. Because one day it soon could be you, you know, so that's what I had to start doing. But literally focus on other things and not a relationship at the time and he just walked right into your life at a retreat right uh, yes i was invited to um a young adults retreat that he has every year in arizona outside of phoenix in a city called williams arizona the look town. at god oh, wow. the town <laughs> there's a town outside of phoenix it's like it's a two-hour drive up this mountain called Williams, Arizona. So, and then what you end up with, a Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. I love that. She did that right there. Yeah. And you both said you've prayed about a love like this. So what was it like when you locked, was it like you locked eyes and it was like, no, because really, love at first sight is a thing. I love the question. Mm -hmm. I wish it happened like that, though. (laughs) 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 That's why my, my vantage point on the whole relationship goals thing is, um, you know, we were both in a place of despair mm-hmm. and like just really in a ironically same place. It was very similar. Yeah. She was done. I was focusing on career. I was focusing on, I'm just going to be single, serve the Lord, walk in my purpose, mm-hmm. do what I'm called to do and keep it moving, mm-hmm. you know? But she came into my life during that time and we started off with just a friendship. Mm-hmm. We dated, uh, well, before we went on our first official date, we probably FaceTimed and talked for three, four months. I love We didn't even day. see each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so we built, yeah, yeah, we built this. It was long distance, obviously. I was in Pittsburgh. She was in Chicago, mm-hmm. in Chicago. And we were <clears throat> just doing the back and forth long distance thing yeah. as best as we could mm-hmm. to build the friendship, you know. And then we didn't see each other until June. We met in March. We didn't actually go on our first date until June of 2017. Wow. Yeah. So we built a really strong foundation and friendship and communication Just, and yep. things like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure it is. yeah, that's the basis for everything. Yeah. Now, how did their, like Charlie has told me a little bit of a backstory of your relationship mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. <laughs> but how did you guys stay the course? Well, knowing that, okay, we know we want this relationship. We know we are pursuing marriage together and, you know, looking at like, okay, so this journey is not perfect, but it is a necessary one Mm -hmm. to kind of um, just get some stuff corrected at the root. Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. that it should not rear its ugly head in the future. But if it does, we can quickly cut it, you know, because we can be able to identify, um, some things but 
that's why even now we're working on ourselves individually even after you're married um we were told by um a couple like you know continuously work on yourself and continue your marriage therapy just and don't wait till it's something bad where you go get therapy just go get a tune-up every few months just check in with your therapist like everything good we good okay cool you know you have to be i always tell my husband we have you have to be self-aware as a couple like you are one right right? and what is going on with you the couple like what's going on with me what's going on with him and then what's going on with us okay Mm. and that's kind of so it's it's and that's what you're saying like you can't if you can't diagnose it you can't talk about it that's good you know what i mean so i will say that you've been married Eight years last oh, month. All right. Oh, yes. Knock it up. Knock it up. Thank you so much. Thank you. But we were friends Charlie's first. a love guru. I She's am. a love I, guru. I tried. So, like, what have you learned from the first year of marriage till now that you could give us? We're going to interview you. Okay. <laughs> I, would that, no, um, I will say that you have to be willing to be individuals. Like, I never bought into that we have to be a we all the time. Mm. Like, I was clear about my I need my ladies' nights. You need your guys' night. Sundays are yours for sports. Mm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do solo travel anyway, still without right. my husband. And we do a couple's trip. Okay. Like, I decided, I we just decided we weren't going to stop being individuals. Okay. So we just kind of made that up as we went along. Okay. And that's not what we saw our parents do. You know what I mean? Right. And so we were right. like, oh, I don't want to fade into, we don't want to become a blob of one person. Right. We just want to be who we are in yeah. love. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's that's my little cool. gem. Be yeah. who we are in love. You know what I mean? I like and it's that. been working. It. Eight yeah. years down, 15 together, eight years down. So far, so good. I guess I'll let you go out with the boys. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm over here like, getting, I'm Look, like, like, like high fiving you underneath the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, saying, what did you say about the guys' yeah, night? Like, like <laughs> what was Sundays? And, yes. and, and, and what was the other thing? Guys, what? Because he said he was. He said he wants a man cave. I said, ain't no man cave. It's an us cave. <laughs> a we cave. Okay, wait. But I'm just playing, oh, by the way. But I'm about to play the rest, of, the rest of the house is my house. So you can have your little man cave. I thought that. And then I gave into the man cave because I got the she shed type office situation. Yes. Mm. You got to say, okay, you get yours, I get mine. And how often do you bombard the man cave? Not often. Truth. Truth. Really? Sacred space. You're good. Talk to her. <laughs> I, listen, I will not bombard the man cave because I don't know how to turn on the TV that I have right now. He got this huge TV, and because of the remote, I if if he's not there, uh-huh. I don't even turn the TV on because I'm like I'm not gonna mess this I know. up. So you could you imagine the man cave with all the technology, touchscreen remote, blow something up? <laughs> right. So you have to worry about know that. It's even moved. Mm-hmm. I have to like say, that. I'm moved by you, your partnership. Like, I can see that you guys make a really good team. And like Corey was, you know, we're saying you guys have had, a, it's been an interesting year. Lots yeah. of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And I, we would be remiss, Michelle, if we didn't talk to you especially mm-hmm. about that, but also getting from that to here. Yeah. yeah. Because you guys look really happy. And Thank I see you. the gratitude yes. that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. And I just want, let's talk about the road that you took to get there. Of course, of course. Um, So we made it. We made it through um, twice of me kind of pulling the plug on the engagement and like, I just can't do this. I'm not literally feeling unworthy, Mm -hmm. um, hopeless, and um, which probably was a, um, the undercurrent of that was me being depressed. Mm-hmm. So I had been suffering from depression, I could say from the top of the year on down till this past July. And I didn't say anything to anybody. I felt myself slipping and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. No, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I just got down so far in the pit and I looked up like, you got to be kidding me. Am I here again? Mm. So I didn't say anything to anybody. A lot of my close friends and families didn't know till it came out in the media. The mm-hmm. reason why it came out in the media was because someone leaked it to somebody in media. And I, um, my manager called me while I was hospitalized and said, hey, we got an email. They know where you are. They want a statement. And I was like, what? And I was like, that's why people don't go get the help they oh, yeah. need because they're scared privacy. of privacy and so that's the only reason why people knew about about this i probably would have talked about it one day but not you in know the, but in progress oh no, not yeah. in the progress of things so a lot of um things that happened in our relationship depression was definitely the undercurrent of our lowest moments 
And how did that work? I mean, you both come from faith. I know me growing up Southern Baptist. Mm -hmm. Like when I've talked to my mother and said, you know, mama, there's nothing wrong with therapy. There's nothing wrong with this. She's like, no, you need to pray on it. Jesus take care of it. But how have, but you mm -hmm. sought professional help. Was that a struggle for mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. Listen, Jesus wants us to come to him and um, cast our burdens on him. But then sometimes I'm sure he'd be like, you know what? I got somebody down the street who went to school that I have gifted and anointed for her to be with you and walk with you in this moment. It's kind of like my uncle is a physician, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the patience and discipline that he had to go through in college, whatever that desire was that God gave him to go to school to be a medical doctor I think somebody gave God gave that same desire to someone who wants to be a therapist I have a cousin who's a licensed therapist so you mean to tell me we sh we we put the therapist over there but we wearing out our family physicians our general <laughs> practitioners you know for stuff that we probably need to be going over here to the therapist or the psychologist to see you know to kind of flesh out some of that stuff and it's really just maybe to vent Talk about stuff in your childhood. Talk about things that have maybe happened that have that were that traumatized you that are still triggers in your adulthood. Mm -hmm. OK, so I just think that those that tell us to pray about it, it's kind of like get in their face like, you know, what happened to you as a child? Mm -hmm. Get in there, like, mm -hmm. what happened to you as a child? Is there anything you want to share? And before you know it, that same person is probably telling you to pray about it. Absolutely. Was probably, they'll probably break down in tears. And then you say, all right, so my therapist's name and number is, you know, <laughs> like, okay, you need it's some true. therapy too. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. so real. You know, and so there are various degrees of therapy and therapists. There, Yeah, but there are some therapists, say, if you're worried about, you know, there are some therapists who are faith-based therapists. I had a uh -huh. faith-based therapist yeah. once. It was the best thing I could have yeah, did. But because, they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're versed in everything with the mm -hmm. mind and the brain, mm -hmm. but then they might open up with prayer yes. or they mm -hmm. might incorporate our, our marriage therapist. You know, she's a woman of faith and she asked us before, like, hey, do you want to incorporate faith? Because a lot of her clients probably are not. Mm -hmm. But she, you know, was like, hey, is this what you want to incorporate? Yeah, she was like, do you want to take a faith-based approach to this therapy. Mm -hmm. You have the option. Like, yeah. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like twofold. You know, we're getting like spiritually yes. enhanced and, you know, mentally, if you will, yeah. you know, in our, in our therapy sessions. Yeah. So it's good. I'm getting the right tools in your yeah. toolbox, yeah. Exactly. right? Absolutely. And speaking of tools, that's the reason why we are doing this show because we also realize, so the basis of the show is our therapy sessions are in real time with our real marriage therapist. Wait, right? the cameras are there? Yes. Yeah, it's just kind of like, Hey, like oh, wow. like, it's like right here us talking and cameras are literally rolling you guys yeah. about to do just save lives Seriously. with this show keep going that Tell is me. our Seriously. purpose yeah. to yeah, inspire thought, though, and to bring hope and amazing. so we're doing our marriage therapist in real life if you went to her she would say okay well with with you and your partner we're gonna re i recommend eight sessions for my clients anyway before i even recommend marriage and we are doing eight episodes. We didn't even plan that. We didn't plan it. Wow. We wow. didn't plan it. And so we realized how so many of our friends said they don't do therapy they, before marriage. Yes. So we was like, well, there's all the job training. Or I was have people cracking up. I can't go get a job at IHOP and not be trained how to do the griddle. Right. How you think they do them hash day. browns? It's like just why Corey's right. You guys are about you know to do the critical work, right. the critical yes. work for some of these couples. Right. Yes. And what's so, so interesting too is it it feeds into our background too because my parents, I never saw them fight or argue or anything my whole life. Right. Wow. So, but at thirteen, when I was thirteen years old, they set us down and they're like, "We're getting a divorce." Wow. So it like, hit you. What? So I learned later on in life. You know, my mom and I had a an adult conversation and she, she said I went for years to therapy by myself because your dad would not go I tried to save the marriage I did all I knew to do and so you know because he was like I'm not going to therapy you got a problem I'm not telling people about my my problems in my house and you know I'm not crazy yeah. I'm not going to see a therapist like all the yeah. stereotypes yeah. of therapy and so it's not a racial thing it's not a socioeconomic thing like like 
a lot of times men have a hard time going and open up anything in their home, mm-hmm. you know, to somebody else. And so All y'all um, open we feel like, <laughs> <laughs> so we feel like, you know, with the opportunity to do the show, it was like, neither of us needed it per se. We're both set in our careers. We got a ton going on, but we felt like so many doors as it related to this were opening for us. Mm-hmm. And so we said, you know what? We prayed about it. We thought about it mm-hmm. some more, talked about it often. We said, you know what? this could be such a strength to so many homes, you know? Um, So we feel like no no matter what, if you're single or if you've been married for 40 years, you'll be able to find yourself in one of our journeys Mm -hmm. at some point. Cause we, I mean, we open up and tell it all and it's in real time. Like she said, that so must like, be so raw. I mean, it is. Ooh. Yeah, the first Wait, episode it, is our it been first filmed counseling already? session. Are these finished? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, some some stuff has been filmed, um, and um, we've seen a few episodes already. So we're so excited. I just sit and watch, teary eyed, and I'm cracking up at things <laughs> like, "Wow, this is awesome!" So. Um, we're executive producers of the show, so we're very hands-on in the content that we film and what is shared afterwards. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. are we going to have like homework? Like are we, gonna have we to need love something? notes. Yeah, love okay, notes. so our marriage therapist <laughs> gives us homework to do. You know, so in each episode, you'll kind of see what our homework is. Okay, great. And a lot of the homework, uh, a lot of homework involves. Um, confronting issues family or going to see other couples and it's just a it's just so good it's stuff I would normally do right you know because I like to be at home if I don't know you I'm not gonna go meet you <laughs> um so but so it was getting me out of my comfort zone in my show up next more from Chad and Michelle but first Red Table Talk is back with all new episodes on Facebook Watch. Join me, Jada Pinkett Smith, my mother Adrian, and my daughter Willow as we take on some of the most important and personal issues of today. We'll be joined by some very special guests from Will Smith to Leah Remini. So join the conversation and watch Red Table Talk only on Facebook Watch. Okay, so you fought for your happiness. Mm-hmm. You fought for where you are today, mm-hmm. and you won that, and you're on your way to becoming husband and wife. Mm-hmm. I think so many times we tell ourselves before we enter a relationship that we have to be whole in a different way. Like, yeah. I have to be perfect. I have to be on top of the world. I have to feel great, and that's the only way I can be loved. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's not true. We have to fight for what we want, and we're all imperfect in our own way. Yeah. So what advice would you give to couples who maybe are where you started and haven't considered the fight? I love the question. And I feel like you speak, you know, to the core of like where mm-hmm. we were because both mm-hmm. of us were like, I don't know if I'm complete enough for somebody yeah. to love me. And so mm-hmm. I think ultimately as I've learned love, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't I would always say like, Am I in love? I don't know if I've been in love before. Mm-hmm. And everybody would say, You'll know when it hits you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, Mr. Cynical as related to love because I never found it. And right. then when Michelle came into my life, it was like, I get it, mm-hmm. you know, but true love is really recognized by seeing the beauty in the scars and seeing the beauty in mm-hmm. the not so beautiful stuff. Right. And still choosing the love. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause it challenged me so much as a man to have to extend love when I maybe didn't feel that it was coming back to me or, mm-hmm. you know, she was receiving my love. Well, mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. like, I knew that I was in full love when I when I was like, I'd wake up and be like, let's do this thing again today. You know what I mean? <laughs> I and go that. to bed discouraged, but wake up like, I can't wait to love her today. Aww. You know? Oh, my so. God. People drive and just stop and pulled over and had a tear. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, but right, it's bef- real. Keep her alert. All right, before it's the tears <laughs> come, tell us about the wedding plans. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, you have to watch the show to even see if we even get there, child. Because... <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happened yet, uh, <laughs> sisters. On the road. You know, but we, you know, it's. I'm not saying that I know we will get there, and I'm not saying that I haven't looked at, like, dresses or... I know, you know, where we want to get married and all that stuff. So, But I do have to say, you have to watch all eight episodes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. And starting what date? 
You said what? Starting what date? November 3rd. November. Oh, so next week. Saturday. 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 Like oh, in a few days. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> like two days. literally two days. You know what? Basically tomorrow. It gets like that because I'm like, was one, it was, I, I said something, you like, babe, we leave tomorrow to come here. And I was like, oh, time is fine. Oh, okay. So I got to get ready. I got to pack, you know. Well, speaking of getting ready and planning, I read recently that you said you can't wait to be a mom. You guys want to grow and start your family. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm excited. What, I know. You know, like, how did you know that it was time to do that? Like, that's a huge decision. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Well, for me, when I saw how Chad is with children and children are like a magnet to him, Aww. you know, he loves his nephews. He has a four, four month old niece. And then I saw how he interacted at home um, with my my family and just how he is with other people's children because at first I was okay with not having children I was like I don't think I'll miss not having children but then seeing him with just how precious and cute he is not saying I don't love children I'll babysit and do all of that but I was like oh my gosh I won't be alone in raising a child because you can be married and be a single parent and I would refuse for that to happen so I was like yeah I don't want kids you know, but I was like, no, he'll be great. I want them with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can have children with him. Oh, unicorn. Unicorn. I love unicorns. Oh, um, she going to be so mad at y'all listen. in that picture because that picture, she really <laughs> she was saying, I'm not here for it. Right. Get me out of this suit, whatever you got oh. on my head, mom. <laughs> oh my God, I want to steal her. I'm stealing that baby. You know what? You're going to see her on, on one sh- of our episodes. Yeah. We oh. practice parent. Practice oh, parent. Wow. Oh, you guys are doing all <laughs> no, of no, the work. No. Yeah, because um, some of the requirements was communication, family, finances, gender role, love and intimacy. Um, what what our views are on that? You know. Um, speaking of, <laughs> hold on. Y'all thought y'all were off the hook. Last question. <laughs> Oh, shut up. No, this is a way to I end might- it, girl. Come on. This is okay. how we end. This is now. how we end. Oh, she's good at that. Oh, she did that good. fast, too. Recording artist. <laughs> little Birdie told me. Uh-huh. No, the Little Birdie told the whole Twitter internet, you guys are waiting, right, to consummate your marriage on the big yes. day. Yes. Exciting. Mm-hmm. We know so many couples can relate to that. Okay. But we also know that's hard. Mm-hmm. It how? is. Like, what, like, how do you practice that restraint? Because you hear a lot of people say that is the goal, mm-hmm. and I don't know yeah. if they always make it to the finish line. Yeah. Like, yeah. why be a glutton for punishment, right? <laughs> right. Like, like, do you just whoa. like the Right, right. And with You're him saying all people, these good stuff You today. love each other. Look <laughs> at her like, in this outfit. Like, right. how? What, what time does the courthouse <laughs> close? <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, if you could just give a word about, you know, just sticking to that will, because mm-hmm. I feel like the people need it. Because that is, yeah. Well, when we started dating, he said sex is not an option. Mm -hmm. And it was such a breath of fresh air because I was like, oh, so you're not one of those men who feel like, okay, you have to have sex um, to, I don't have to have sex with you to keep you. Mm. Got it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And so that was pressure off of me. Like, Mm -hmm. thank God, because I didn't want to do it anyway. I just wanted to do something in relationships that have never, I think for me, have not been done correctly or for what I deem correct. And in order to get different results, you got to do something else. Mm -hmm. And I got a ring. Yes. (laughs) A beautiful, (laughs) giant, sparkly. Come up. Hello. But but (laughs) I don't want anybody to feel shamed if they didn't wait and they still were married, got married. So this is not, but for me, I was like, okay, I honor this. This is what we have agreed and we've stuck to that. And so um, this eight episodes got to hurry up because we got to hurry up and get married. <laughs> it's a glorious day. <laughs> I love that it was your idea. Well, you know what? what? For me, it was like, obviously we're both, our faith is very important to us. Mm-hmm. And our convictions are, mm-hmm. you know, are what they are. Um, not putting that, you know, on anybody else, but right. that was just what we chose to do. And so, of course, it's faith based first. But second off, I wanted her to feel like the wedding day was going to mean something extra special. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted I felt like it was a, an expression of my love for her that I can wait. You don't have to 
do anything, Look you know, extra to win my love or, you know, I can still be 100% attentive. I don't have to cook available. or do it. Look That's here. You are breaking hearts you know I mean? across America oh right now. Michelle, you done stole this man. Now, look. Yeah. If you have 18 brothers for us to send a lot of people in Williamstown. Where are they? Now, he was born in what? Cortez, Colorado, lived in Alamogordo, New Mexico, by way of Phoenix, Arizona. So you might have to go to Phoenix. We hear that, ladies. Phoenix, Colorado. Because his brother is married, but do you have any single friends? We keep asking. Can you draw a map to the single men like you and we'll post it on the episode? Let's round them up. I think we're we're gathering uh, another show. That might be a follow up for you, like to gather up all the guys that are like you. I like it. I watch. Own? Yes. I watch. Yeah. <laughs> Sign the check. Yeah. But thank you guys thank so you. much. Thank you for sharing your love. Just thank you for mm-hmm. letting us in in this way. And I'm going to grab my popcorn and my notebook. Oh, yes. well, we thank you. Are y'all throwing a watch party? We should. should. Ideas. A yes, girl. Watch party, I and like we like want it. to say while we're talking to you to thank you, yes, girl. Thank you, Essence, for being so supportive of our relationship. Oh the first day, first of all, he surprised me. I had no idea he was gonna put a picture of us on his Instagram last year because I've been relationships where um, they would they not saying put me on the Instagram so I know it's real, but I've dated men that I was their secret. But he surprised me one day. Put me on the gram. That picture went everywhere. We didn't have a publicist saying, ooh, filter this out to everybody. But, we found it. but y'all found <laughs> oh, it. Yes, we did. One of the first publications to really um, celebrate and champion and push um, and celebrate us. So we really appreciate that. Yeah. We can celebrate You're y'all welcome. all day. It is all Thank love. You. You're so welcome. It is Seriously. All love, from us to you all. Ooh, love the love. Yeah. And invite us to the wedding, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Thank you. Straight to you all. See you later. Thanks to our guests, Michelle Williams and Chad Johnson. Thank you to our sponsor, Facebook Watch. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes Girl, such as our conversations with Angela Bassett, Big Freedom, and Tessa Thompson, our cover star. Yay! You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere you download your podcast. On Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. Thanks to producer Tiffany Ashate, audio engineer Aggie Ashagre, and music by Gold Standard Creative. Boop! We'll see you next week. Red Table Talk is back with all new episodes on Facebook Watch. Join me, Jada Pinkett Smith, my mother, Adrian, and my daughter, Willow, as we take on some of the most important and personal issues of today. We'll be joined by some very special guests from Will Smith to Leah Remini. So join the conversation and watch Red Table Talk only on Facebook Watch.